How were we suffering that much when both of your arms work? You weren't incapacitated. So what your dad didn't take care of you? How come you ain't take care of me? Yeah, you got booty every place. Yeah, you had enough energy to go get booty. Yeah, because I heard you were rolling stone. You were able to do what you wanted to do. You could have grinded. You should have worked two jobs. Yeah, you should have washed people's butts. Yeah, you should have washed people's butts for a living and worked in sewers to put some food on the table. That's just real. And, and when I talk about this, that's how I'm built. Daddy pain. How many of us have it? <laughs> Man, listen, I want to I wanna help some people today. This subject hit me like a ton of bricks literally a couple of days ago. It's early in the a.m. I know you're watching tonight, so I'm watching in the morning. I literally told my team, grab a camera. The Lord spoke to me so, so clearly on the criticality of releasing this. Uh, if you're watching this, watch this. There are two people who really need to sit up. You're suffering from daddy pain, or you are a daddy that might be causing pain, or for sure, you know, you've caused some pain in your child. I wanna deal with it. I wanna help some fathers. I wanna speak into the lives of children. Watch this. And you might be a 50-year-old child. You might be a 35-year-old child. You may be a professional entrepreneur child, a major pastor child, because in a very real sense, there's still some child in all of us when it comes to our daddy. Let, let's talk about it. Okay, an interesting statistic. Uh, more than 50% of black homes are fatherless. Only one in four black women will even get proposed to. Well, we know that much more than one in four have babies, which means some of these babies, most of these babies are being raised in a fatherless home. What does that lead to? Those of you who are my age, do you have some daddy pain? Are there some men watching that you know in your nor that you may have caused some pain? I want to touch it. I want to help some people today. I want to minister. If you're a father that may have caused the pain, I want to speak into your life. If you are a child of any age who has some of that pain, first and foremost, this is a Bible cast. I know many of you are not from the faith tradition that I am. There are non-believers who watch my Instagram stuff, YouTube stuff has been crossing over to non-believers, which is kind of what I want because no shame in my game, I offer Christ. But even if you're not a Christian, I want to speak into your life today on uh, how I can help you. God calls himself father. He does. Matter of fact, people say we live in this genderless society. I don't agree with that. I believe gender does matter. And I know that God can be a mother to the motherless before you go there. Even Jesus, who believes in Jesus watching me? Here's what Jesus said. Jesus said in Matthew 6, verse 9, pray then in this way, our father who's in heaven. He didn't say our mother. We know God can be a mother to the motherless. But replete throughout Hebrew Bible, God refers to himself as father. Okay, so fathers mean something. So in a very real sense, if God called himself father, let's jump right in. And then I got five babies and I'm their father. Then what God is to me, in a real sense, I am to them. That's not fair, but you're God to your children. Initially, you're God. As a matter of fact, if you do it right, you point them to God. You teach them that God can be trusted. 
Yeah, the very first God is the God, my father that's in my house, and he points me to God. We represent God. I know that's a heavy weight, but it's what it is. And I want to give you a scripture to start, and then this is going to be theological, clinical, and practical, okay? I'm going to use my formal training. I'm going to use the fact that I am a father of five, a blended, yeah, two, not mine, biological, but in my heart, yeah, biologically three, and then pastors all over the country who call me daddy, many of them with daddy pain. I'm telling you, I know something about this. Read a whole lot, lived it, living it. Sit up in your seat if daddy pain is a part of, uh, you know, what you've been dealing with. Ephesians 6 verse 4, fathers, don't make your children bitter about life. Instead, bring them up in Christian discipline and instruction. Watch that. Fathers, don't make your children bitter about life. Let me try one more time. Don't make your children bitter. Don't give your children daddy pain. That's what Paul says in Ephesians 6 verse 4. Okay, take your phone out, take notes. If you're watching this, wherever, I want to help some people. I want to give you four main causes of daddy pain. Four main causes of daddy pain that sort of hit me in my preparation. First and foremost, let's jump right in. Not there. Not there. Not there. He just wasn't there. Now, I want to talk about that because many of you know, based on how old you were, one night stand, come on, you were married, she was married, uh, immature, for whatever reason, not there. The child really doesn't care why you weren't there. They just know you weren't there. Some of you, he wasn't there. Some of you know you weren't there. Let's talk about some of the reasons for not being there. What, what, what if mama don't even know who your daddy is? He still wasn't there. What, what if he died? Not there. But now I want to get heavier because what if you got a messy mama who wouldn't let him come around? Still not there, but it's real. We're going to talk about this because I want to deal with the fact that sometimes he was trying to be there and because she couldn't have him, she didn't let them have you or didn't let you have him. That was wrong. That was wrong. We're going to go some deep places today. I need you to let your son watch this. If you a bruh with children who hate you, because of stuff they mama told them about you that's not true. This is the Bible cast they have to watch. If you're a young bruh, watch this. Whoever, not there. All children know is you weren't there. Not there. Some of you, let's face the reality, you weren't there because you were selfish. You weren't there because you were young. You hate you weren't there, but you weren't there. Yeah, we can go into a plethora of reasons, and they all might be true, but either you're there or you're not, if I'm a child. So that can cause daddy pain. My father wasn't there. One of my dear brothers, uh, who I love, best friend, never met his dad. Not there. Just enjoyed his mom and just did not, just, he does not know him. Not there. Others were right across the street and not there. Had a mistress living with her. There's, there's all kind of reasons people get together, man, have rendezvous and kids end up. Uh, so died, one night stand, uh, a messy mama that wouldn't let you see him, uh, another family, too young, got around, five babies, mamas. So you were just one of five, you know, he was okay, but he just couldn't throw some money at you sometime, maybe a birthday here and there. 
But the brothers had more than one child. He was young, hood, street, corporate America, another wife, not there. Still causes pain. But then a second reason for daddy pain is didn't care. Didn't care. Not only was he not there, you knew him and he didn't care. Let me give you a scripture. Psalms 103 verse 13. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Look at Hebrew Bible presuming, presupposing as a father has compassion. It just assumes if you made a child, you got love for it. Yeah, it just assumed that if something came out of you, and let me pause parenthetically, because everybody says, everybody says you came out of your mama. You ready for this? Really, you came out of your daddy first. Yeah, you went into your mother. You came out of your daddy into your mother, and then she birthed you into this world. But but you came out of him. And what happens when what you came out of don't care about you? Let's talk about that. Didn't care. Didn't care. In your mind, he knew about you. He just didn't care. That's the way you feel. This was not a mother issue. He didn't care. I mean, you have verified proof that mother was not stopping him from coming to see you. You would call. I need some tennis shoes. You would call. Dad, my prom's next week. You would call. I'm hooping Friday. I'm averaging 25 a game. You're going to come through. Oh, yeah, man, I'll be through. Didn't come, didn't call, didn't care. That has to be painful. Here's another one. Had an affair. Had an affair. Wow. Was married to my mom. But, uh, you know, crapped on her. And things got all twisted up because my mother was in pain. Let me say this right away, parenthetically again. I would touch you and tell you because he was a terrible husband does not mean he was a terrible daddy. In a very real sense, what was going on with you, what was going on with him and your mother is kind of like other stuff. Some bros, their daddy did not model faithfulness. Their father didn't model that. They didn't understand purity. They weren't at the word church getting teaching from a strong pastor. And so bruh just let his loins lead his logic. And I like what uh, Dr. Eric Dyson says, be careful not to let your loins lead your logic. So daddy just like girls. But because of that, they broke up. Boom. Here's another one. Wasn't fair. Wasn't fair. Liked your sister more than you wasn't fair, did more for other children, maybe some siblings in your own house. You were the one that he didn't say much to. You just felt in a very real sense he wasn't fair, okay? So, so those are just some reasons, some reasons, some reasons why many people have daddy pain. I got a long way to go, but I just want to get started. So I'm talking to primarily two groups of people. You are the daddy that caused the pain, as I said, or you are the child that's in pain. Let me try this again. You are the daddy watching this who caused the pain, or you are the child, male or female, professional, hood, it does not matter. Daddy pain happens to people whose fathers were millionaires. It happens with persons whose fathers are major pastors. 
it, it happens with people with daddies from the hood. You're my daddy. Let me say this. There's nobody that got to this world without a daddy, except Jesus. Yeah, only, only Jesus got to this world without a human father. Everybody else watching me, you have a human father. Everybody watching this Bible cast, you have a father. No, pastor, uh, my mother just got some sperm. That sperm donor, that sperm donor is your daddy, wherever he is. Everybody has a father. Everybody has a father. And that relationship impacts how you see God in a very real sense. It has impacted you psychologically, emotionally. And I want to talk about it. Okay. Okay. So, so let me throw this at you and then we're going to go. The man you came out of is supposed to love you, provide for you, and chase you your whole life. Okay, let me try this again. The man you came out of, there's a few things he's supposed to do. I don't care who he is. He's supposed to love you. We're going to unpack these, but let me throw them out. He's supposed to provide for you. Yes, in my opinion, and he's supposed to chase you. Did I tell you I have five children? So I'm not just talking about this theoretically or psychologically or sociologically. I'm talking about this experientially. Yeah, me got five babies. And hear me well, there's nothing I won't do for them. Yeah, I gladly, look at me, give my life today so they could live. Yeah, I'm the cat, and you are too, many of you watching, that if they call me and say, Daddy, I just did something stupid, blood is on me, police are on their way, I'm coming, put his shirt on me, let him go to the house, and I'm just going to do these next 40, 50 years of my life in the joint so they can have another chance. Wrong or right, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm a father, so I cannot speak to this dispassionately. No, it's real to me, and I want to make sure that we can help some people avoid father pain. Your son's going to watch this, particularly if his daddy is not in his life, that he does not perpetuate the same behavior. If you're a young lady watching this and it's held up your destiny, watch this, you're driving your good husband crazy because you got daddy pain. We're going to get to the bottom of it tonight, today, whatever you're watching. We're just getting started. This may go a little longer, so put your seatbelt on. First of all, let's deal with this. A father should love his child. What should you do as a father? And I'm coming to those who have daddy pain. But right now, let me talk to daddies. Number one, love your child. Love your child means just that. Love him, love her with the love of God. I don't know how you don't love what came out of you. I don't know that something is broken in you when you don't love what came out of you. This is why... I preach Jesus so hard. This is why these latest Bible casts and Instagram posts have been so raw all across the world because in my second half, I'm not doing church stuff. I promise I'm doing kingdom stuff. And there is a 911 emergency, particularly again in the black ethos, where we are fatherless. Yeah, but we're not sexless. You see, sex keeps happening but marriage does not. Therefore, bros are not in the house and men are missing something. We got to fix it. Love your child. I love my children. Everything that go with love, the love of God, 
hug and kissing. And let me talk about this with you young bros who never got hugged. Be the touchy-feely daddy. Let me tell you this again. Be the touchy-feely daddy. My dad ain't do all that for me. I ain't, listen, that's called life. Be the touchy-feely daddy. My son sitting right there in front of me, uh, they all would tell you, I'm the kissy daddy. I'm kissing face. I'm trying to kiss my son in the lips. They pushing me back. I'm hugging. They need to feel your love. Even the ones that aren't touchy, Philly, come on, dad, all that, get off me. Man, ignore all that. Kiss them faces. Particularly your daughter. Suck her up, but your sons too. They need it. The toughest young brother, the football player, the hooper. Touch him. Too many years we were taught as black men, some of that goes all the way back to slavery, that hardness, having to survive, the 60s fathers, the 70s fathers, the militant, I gotta teach you to be tough. And so in teaching you to be tough, I ain't doing all that touching, but you needed to be touched by your dad. Love your children, love them. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, because what if they grown and I didn't do right and I caused pain? Go find them and try not. I'm coming to it, but love your child. Number two, provide for your child. Provide for your child. This is a Bible cast. Those of you, again, who are not from my faith tradition, I pray that Hebrew scripture doesn't offend you, but I live by it. I make my living by it, so I stand on it. I would die for it. I believe it. First Timothy 5, verse 8, but those who won't care for their relatives especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. Now, this is from the Bible. The Hebrew Bible says you're worse than a sinner if you don't take care of your children. I don't want to belabor this, but it's too important not to touch. A lot of people have father pain because dad just didn't grind. Yeah, when I look back, some brothers are thinking, how are we suffering that much when you weren't sick? How were we suffering that much when both of your legs worked? How were we suffering that much when both of your arms worked? You weren't incapacitated. So what your dad didn't take care of you? How come you ain't take care of me? Yeah, you got booty every place. Yeah, you had enough energy to go get booty. Yeah, because I heard you were rolling stone. You were able to do what you wanted to do. You could have grinded. You should have worked two jobs. Yeah, you should have washed people's butts. Yeah, you should have washed people's butts for a living and worked in sewers to put some food on the table. That's just real. And, and when I talk about this, that's how I'm built. All of you see the glory, you don't know the story. Yeah, I worked construction 10 years. When I first bought my home, uh, took in two beautiful children, got her pregnant honeymoon night, I had to get it. And so I worked construction and pastor. The first church, the one that locked me out, yeah. When they, when they called me, I was full-time construction and the manager all right, youngest guy there, and I was the manager of my crew. And so I would work all day, hear me, go to the church, wash up in the sink, all the mud off of me, and then put on a suit. That was back in the day when you wore suits just to counsel, you know, early, early 1999, 2000. You got to get it. And to this day, I got to get it. Some of you, this is important, you didn't provide. And even though you were a good guy, in retrospect, they look back and say, you were lazy. Yeah, you did a lot of talking, but you didn't go get it. How come I didn't have a running start? Yeah, all of my children have a running start. Now, they don't keep running. That's not my girl and I's fault. But as a father, I'm supposed to give them a running start. Are you in daddy pain because your mother struggled a lot?
And has that sort of jumped on you? And you look back and say, I don't have a lot of grind because I ain't see grind in front of me. You know, I have a poor mentality. So I'm the, I'm the Louis Vuitton purse buying girl with no life insurance because I'm trying to seek significance in how I look because I didn't have a father to teach me financial principles. Yeah, you're supposed to do that. Now, now, now here's what your children are supposed to remember. And I'm, I'm, I'm hurrying. Your children are supposed to remember having all needs met or my daddy trying like hell to make it happen. Yeah, one of two things, all needs were met or I watched him trying like hell to make it happen. If they don't have one of those two memories, if they have the latter, if they don't have the first or the latter, that could cause daddy pain. So please don't sleep with nobody else till you have a job, young brothers. Yeah, and to those of you who did not provide, I want you to, I'll throw this at you, start sending them some money now that they're grown. Yeah, some makeup money. <laughs> If they send the check back, you send it. Cash app them. Say, I'm 20 years behind, but I'm doing better now. I got back pay. Forget child support. I ain't even do that. Yeah, provision is important. I'm old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I got I to gotta parenthetically pause again because I'm so glad I put this in my notes because I would have forgot it, Ray. This is so good because I'm dealing with a bro right now, good friend of mine, two, three friends of mine, who, this is so good, uh, we're trying to provide, but mama is telling the kids, your dad don't care nothing about you. He got his other woman. He don't care nothing about you. Matt, some of you know you were wounded women. And by the way, that's another podcast because you're going to owe your kids some apologies because you have screwed them up as much as the daddy because you couldn't have him because you were young and immature and couldn't have him. You dogged him in front of them. So no, he wasn't ready to be a father or husband. He was young, but he didn't rape you. He didn't rape you now. Let's be clear. He didn't rape you. You volunteered. Yeah, he was so good in the bed, no good for your head, but you didn't care. And because of that, in retrospect, your pain bled on your kids. I know a man personally, I could bring him on here right now. I watched him. He was a great friend of mine. Sending his, listen, half his check was going to child support. I watched him had five children, half his check going to child support. And do you know a couple of those kids don't even speak to him now? Said you didn't do nothing for me. I'm like, man, please have them call me. I used to be on the phone with you as you were working two jobs because half, three-fourths of your money, and it was your fault because I used to get on you. Don't, don't, don't screw all these girls because... Just because you get right with Jesus, child support don't stop. <laughs> yeah, because you get yourself together, because you have a good heart, child support don't stop. And I watched him struggle for 10, 15, 20 years, one job just to take care of them and another job just to keep food on his table. And the children say, you didn't do nothing for me. I'm like, something went wrong with mama. I literally put here, I got receipts. That's the new hot term. I got receipts. Well, literally, some of you who are paying child support right now, keep the receipts. Keep that paperwork. Keep, keep, keep every piece of paperwork proving so that one day when they throw that at you, you can literally send an email saying, now, whatever your mother told you, here's what I tried to do. She wouldn't let me come see you. I didn't have the attorney 
to get the visiting time that I should have gotten. I'm pausing parenthetically again. I just talked to a brother last night whose girl didn't want him no more. So she lied to the police. He's abusing me and my children. Now he can't go see his own children. This is the most gentle man I've ever met. She lied because maybe she wants somebody else, wants something different. I'm just telling you the truth. And had an order against him. He can't see his four-year-old, his 11-year-old. Listen to me now. And those children are going to grow up with daddy pain. And it's not his fault. I told him last night, your job, your only job is to make so much money that you can get an attorney and fight for joint custody. Fight. Your whole job in life is to prevent as much daddy pain as you can. Listen to me. There's some women watching this. I got to say this. You owe your children. They're 30 now. They're 29. You need to call them and say, I'm partly responsible for your daddy pain. He wasn't good to me, but he was trying to see you. I was wounded when I was young. And because I couldn't have him, because he cheated on me with another woman, because he got remarried, I was young. And I took that pain out on you guys. And I caused some of your daddy pain. The man is not totally innocent. He made choices. But that's deep, ain't it? Yeah, so, so, so some of you, Make sure I'm getting to this. This is so good. Let me let me close with that. Here it is. Here's another one. Pray for your child. Pray for your child. Pray for your child. Yeah. Um, I got I got to give you a scripture. Joel one verse five. I want to read this. Everybody, look at me. Look right at me. We're gonna put it up on the screen because this 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 changes my life. Particularly those of you who have grown children. When they finished having their parties, Job would send for them in order to cleanse them from sin. He would get up early in the morning and sacrifice burnt offerings for each of them. Job thought, "My children may have sinned and cursed God in their hearts." Job offered sacrifices for them all the time. They was grown. Yeah, the Job kids would have little parties, little get-togethers. And afterwards, Job would say, maybe they got drunk. Yeah, maybe one of my sons was creeping with another woman. I, I don't know. Whatever they did, this is Old Testament. There was no Christ incarnate yet, so they would make sacrifices. That's a form of worship and prayer, intercession. Job would pray. My son's sitting right here, my daughter, Shanae, my son, Dominic, they groan. The old folks said, now I know. They may get off your lap. They never get off your heart, and God knows I know, never out your pocket. Praise God. Amen. They're still there, too. They don't leave. Listen, and that's okay. It's a beautiful thing. Look at me. I pray for them. Man, I don't want them to go to heaven before me, so I pray. Have you ever thought about the thing you most want from God you don't ask for? The thing that's most important to you, you don't pray about every day. First and foremost, I ask God to let my wife outlive me or to live to be 100. I don't want life without her. But then secondly, I pray for my children. Do you do that? Do, do you do that? Okay, I got to hurry. You want to prevent daddy pain or you've caused some? Chase your child. Chase your child. I said chase. The rest of your life, chase them. Chase them. Ari, Dr. Vernon, I blew it. That's okay, chase them. She don't want to see me. Keep chasing her. She told me I ruined her life. Chase her. I was in their life, Dr. Vernon, their whole life. Keep chasing them. I chase my children, not to the point of getting in their business. My son just got newly married. I haven't been in his apartment one time, he'll tell you. I, I'm not going to 
be intrusive, but in terms of what do they need? How can I bless them? Not only him, my new daughter in love, Shanae, my, my, my son in love, Jason, my, my small children who are at home right now. I chase them. I chase them. I, I know men whose fathers quit chasing them. Yeah. You a sad man if you don't chase your child. Well, he made me mad. Well, come on, bro. You think you were that great of a father? Chase him. Yeah, well, he ain't taking my call. So go over his house and bang on the door. You're going to see me, man. I love you. Make him call the police on you. Chase him. But I blew it, Dr. Vernon. That's okay. Here's a good thing. I'm not at your eulogy. I'm not preaching your eulogy. I'm not at your funeral. Chase them. Chase them. Chase them. Chase them. Chase them. Some of you are not chasing enough, Pastor, but he's 40 now. You're breathing, bro. It's going to be your greatest regret in life when you lay your head on your death pillow that you didn't do all you could. If you've been a great dad and you have no regrets, keep chasing. If you were a terrible dad, hear me. Chase. You'll change his life if you chase him. It's so hard to resist your natural father. It's so hard if he's sincere. Even if he blew it, it is so hard to resist your natural father if he would chase you. Don't, don't be this mean old man that says, I ain't chasing him. He don't want me. I don't want him. Come on, man. Here's what I tell people. The one place you should chase is your children. Sometimes it's time to stop chasing a woman. It's over. Friends who don't want you no more. Sometimes it's just over. Colleagues, a job. I agree at some point, I'm done with that. But your child, unless they cuss you to your face, unless they literally dog your wife, or your new wife, because everything has its limits. Unless they literally cuss you out, call the police on you, and become so dishonorable that you know God is telling you, I've done my best, then stop chasing. But if you have not done everything in your power, man, you wrong. Chase them. Okay, what if you are the child, this is so good, I need you to share this. Are you sharing? I need you commenting. I need you to type in the comments. I'm going to share this. This is going to bless my son. This is blessing me, Dr. Vernon. I'm a professional woman. I'm an attorney. I'm a pastor. But my God, I needed this. If this is you, I need you to share this. I need this to be life-changing. This is a word from God. I'm telling you guys, this is a word from God. Hear me. What if you are the child, this is a book too, I can tell, dealing with daddy pain. What if you are the child dealing with daddy pain? Here it is. You ready? You taking good notes? First and foremost, if possible, confront him. Did you just say that? I know all churches say, you know, let it. No, not me. Confront him. Literally confront him. I'll tell you what I mean by that. Tell him. It'll be great for you therapeutically if your father who calls pain. Come here, pastors watching. Come here, bishops and potentates. Come here, politicians. Come here, whoever this podcast makes it to. You're not above being confronted. If you're, if you're a man, allow your children, even if you were in their life, their whole life, spoiled them, took them all over the world. Sometime, as a father, you have blind spots. You know that place when you're driving, you looked over there, thought you, whoa, I couldn't even see that. Yeah, we teach blind spots. All of us, present company included, have blind spots, which means you don't know you cause the pain. 
Many of you, because don't just think I'm talking to fathers who abandoned their children and never met them and you were this terrible dad and didn't provide and wasn't there and didn't care, had an affair. That's cool. No, what about to pastors watching who made to get who may need to get confronted? What about to literal millionaires, to business persons? Okay, yeah, to me, real ministry demands some transparency. I, I remember maybe three years ago, one of my children confronted me, literally, just wanted to tell me, like, look, thank you for the Hawaii and the, the islands and all the places we went and the new cars and the, yeah, you worked your butt off, but here's what I kind of needed and here's where I feel you and talk about a dark night of the soul. Talk about a night where much sleep didn't take place. What? I put my whole life into trying to be one thing for the most part, gave up, gave up money that most of my colleagues didn't give up because I didn't want to be in planes every day so that this night would never take place. And it still took place. If I tried my best and got confronted, who you think you are? Confront him. Some cuss words may come out. I'm gonna ask God to forgive you in advance. Confront him, confront him. If you can confront him, it'll, it'll, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying this to both. If you are the father, let them confront you. If it's bothering you and he's alive, I'm, I'm gonna throw this at you because in grief recovery, this is so good. I'm, I'm doing good on time, guys. I'm all right, I gotta flow because this is so good. We teach in grief recovery, sometimes the person can handle what you have to say. So write it on a letter Write it down, email it, but don't push sin. It's just therapeutic for you to get it out. I believe that in my soul, that most people cannot handle a confrontation. You end up fighting. It's not going to change. No way. They're not going to do any better. Write it in a letter and read the grief recovery handbook. We, we teach that here. Uh, we're big on emotional health. Scazzaro, Peter Scazzaro, the emotionally healthy Christian, emotionally healthy spirituality. We embrace all of that. Here's where I break the rule. I think the one person you're supposed to tell in their face, whether they like it or not, is the person who made you when you didn't ask them to. Yeah, there are things you got to take off your children. You don't have to take off no man. You don't have to take from no former friend or coworker. You made them be a big boy. To mothers sometimes, yes, be a big girl, but I'm talking about daddies today. Allow your children one time, particularly if you know you weren't there, to just go off on you and you stand there and you take it and you let them say it. It will be healing for their soul. Do you know how many times they've drove around in cars practicing how they would cuss you out? <laughs> Do you know how long that brother looked in the mirror and talked about if he ever saw you, what he would say to you? I'm talking about NBA players. I'm talking about NFL players. I'm talking about actors. I'm talking about filthy rich guys. Ask LeBron what he would say to his daddy if he could cuss him out. Ask LeBron right now with a billion dollars what he's been thinking about saying to his daddy. Negro, you missed me. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the greatest of all time. And you missed your front seat. Bro, you would have been paid. You would have been rich. I would have took care of you. I would have blessed you. But man, let him say it. LeBron needs a moment to say it. I don't care who you are. Every man. Sometimes needs to go off. Confront him. Confront him. Maybe you won't be that angry, but, but confront him. Tell your father if he's alive, if he's willing to see you, 
I need to take you to dinner and tell you something. Many of you watched the Antoine Fisher movie and Antoine Fisher asked his mother, didn't you care? Didn't you miss me? There was no part of you that wanted to see me. It was almost like when he walked out of that apartment, which took place right here in Cleveland, he was free. He just needed to get it off of him. So some of you, if they will allow you, watch this, even your church daddy, even my kids, if they're watching this, you want another conversation? Daddy's a big boy. If it'll free you, I'm saying this in front of the whole world, any five of you, daddy will listen and stand there and say, I'm sorry, I can get teared up thinking about this. I'm serious, I'm serious. Number two, I gotta wrap up. Number two, forgive him. I said it, I said it, I said it. Ephesians 4.32, be kind to each other, sympathetic, forgiving each other as God has forgiven you through Christ. Uh, Jesus said, if you don't forgive, then you cannot be forgiven. I can, I could give you a whole, you know, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, there's enough scripture, most of you know this, those of us in the Christian faith, the Christian faith tradition that know forgiveness is just a part of who we are. It, it'll bless you to let it go. After you confront him, like Antoine Fisher, try your best to forgive him. It'll make you a better father yourself. It'll make you a better mother. It, it, it'll make you a better spouse. I, I really mean it with the love of God. And I'll tell you how to forgive. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to finish. The way you forgive is this. Ask yourself, who was your daddy's daddy? And what did he teach him? Yeah, ask yourself, who was your daddy's granddaddy? Ask yourself, what kind of house did your daddy come up in? What behavior did he witness that caused him to be a womanizer? Yeah, was his father a, a, a killer when it came to grinding and getting that money? Or was his father a street cat? Did street guys raise him? Did he come up in the 50s and 60s and 70s with, with no, I mean, whatever it is, the 90s to you younger people, the 80s, when was your father born? What did he see? Same thing with your mother. It'll help you as you get more mature to say, you know what? If he knew better, he probably would have done better. Now, it, it's still on him, but I'm old enough now, now that I've lived to know, he did what he knew to do at the time. It's still on him. He got to live with it. But you forgive him to the place where you literally can see him and be like, hey, dad. No, we, we're not bonded. And I, let, me, let me parenthetically pause again. If you and your child don't have a bond, 90% of the time is your fault. Yeah, my kids are bonded with me. My kids are bonded with their mother. You, you, you can't kiss a child, provide for a child, and be there their whole life. If, if, if they don't, yeah, if they're old and there's no bond, now they're, they're, you know, they're exceptions, but most of the time, it's something you didn't do. Okay, watch this. I confronted him. That didn't work. I told him clearly. I've even forgiven him. He's still not in my life. Yeah, he still causes me pain. Yeah, he still says stuff to me that puts me down. Heck, he might be jealous of me, Pastor Vernon. I, I don't know. It's like he didn't do nothing with his life. So my success, he just don't like me. Yeah, he don't like me. He don't chase me. Yeah, he doesn't chase me a bit. Yeah, maybe you're a young lady sitting there like, you ready for this? Confront him, this is gonna bless your life. Forgive him. If that joker still does not fight towards you, forget him. I mean it, this is God talking. Forget him. Easier said than done, 
But listen to somebody. I am telling you, I have counseled hundreds of people. Forget them. God can help you do that. Oh, the Holy Spirit, those in my faith tradition know this, can help you forget him. You, you ask God to help you forget him. And it'll get to a place where he'll only come to your mind every now and then. I'm going to tell you the truth. You, you can never maybe fully forget what you came out of. By the way, you're not crazy. God designed us to be loved, look at me, by two people for sure. We were, it's innate. It's the natural order that the two people who created me are supposed to love me and be there for me. When either or not, when either of them are not, it's going to have some impact on you emotionally. Anybody who tells you differently, they're just lying. The two people that made me, I'm fine, Pastor. You just don't know you not fine. You just don't know you're not fine. It comes out sideways. That's why you, you got, you know, three babies, mamas. That's why you're too hard on your children. That's why you abandon one of them. That's why, yeah, all that stuff comes out sideways until you get real Christian therapy or go to a church that embraces this stuff. You don't know you sick. But if either parent, did not love you properly or, or fight like heck to try, oh, it impacted you. That said, at some point, you got to forget them. Yeah, I'm not going to lose my life because of this. My children need me. I'm about to kill the game. My children need me to kill it. I'm not about to lay here, and I'm not going to bring it up to my wife every night. I'm not going to bring it up to my husband. What's wrong? I was just laying here thinking about my daddy. At some point, that get old. Yeah, I work with you. I know it's real, but I don't want to keep hearing that. He gone. Yeah, how long this Negro gonna impact our marriage? Cause he didn't care or he wasn't there. So now here you are mad at me. Well, I'm just my daddy. Da Listen, but I'm here. Yeah, I I'm sorry. We got money to make. We got ministry to do. We got kids to raise. We got we gotta help the poor. We we don't have time. They <laughs> Listen, forget him. And I mean it. Do your Christian therapy. Be spirit filled. Confront. Pray. And if your father still wants no part of you. Forget them. I'm wrapping up because this is the most cold part. Replace him. <laughs> Replace him. I'm only talking to people whose fathers did not give their all to be in your life. I'm a li listen. Replace him. In other words, God has sent you a pastor. God has sent you an uncle. Some of you, your mother remarried, right? Tell the truth. And he replaced that joker. That's your daddy. No, you didn't make me, but you my daddy. Replace him. Replace him. Literally. For many people, that does not happen. But for others of you, God sends you a mentor figure, one of the elders in your church, the youth pastor. Let me, let me close. I, I'm, I'm blessed to pastor. And you guys heard me say this. Some of the most major pastors in this country, uh, other pastors, some 100 members, 200 members, thousands of members, they call me, hey, dad. Now, if you don't know, again, in the Christian tradition, uh, Paul calls Timothy his spiritual son. So sometimes guys will call you dad, even though they love their daddy. Their daddy's a great dad, but they see you as their spiritual father. But in other cases, not only do they see me as spiritual father, I'm the closest thing to dad they ever had. So I reparent them. By speaking into his life. How many joined this Sunday, man? How your girl doing? Come on, fly to Cleveland. Stay at the ranch with me. You good? He just needs love. She needs love. God will send you somebody to replace 
what you lost. I'm telling you, don't be afraid to tell a man, listen, you're like a father figure to me. And once he knows that, he might start to walk in that a little bit. He can never replace completely your biological father. And don't put that kind of pressure on him. That's a whole nother Bible cast. Don't put the pressure on him to be your real father. But if he feels some of that void, everybody, 50, 60-year-old men, still looking for daddy. Let me sum everything up. This is probably the longest Bible cast in length that I've done so far, but is this important to me? If you've missed everything, let me succinctly sum up this Bible cast by speaking to two people. Those of you who know you caused daddy pain, and then those of you who are the recipients or dealing with daddy pain. Let me start with those who know you caused it. I need you to do everything in your power to fix it before you die. There's something else I have to say. Sometimes kids have what I call selective memory. Some of you dealing with this. In your heart, you know that you did more than they remember. Maybe their mother got in their mind. Maybe they had their own psychological issues or just selective memory. It's like you weren't there. No, I was at, I was at more games than that. No, I, I gave you about 40% of my check for 20 years. You just don't know it or you don't remember it. No. I did take you to the park. No, I, I did come to everything I could. I did leave work early, but some type of way between the enemy and your mom or whatever, you just don't remember. Watch this. If you've done all you can and they still won't receive, go to sleep at night. Yeah, chase as much as you can. But if they literally cuss you to your face, tell you, stay away from me, F you, I hate you, my wife don't want to see you, my kids don't, there's nothing else you can do. You know you've done your best. Sometimes kids have selective memory. But if you, if you could have done better, you tell them that. So finally, to all fathers watching, if you know you could have done more, confess it, spend the rest of your life fighting toward them. If you know you did the best you could and they have selective memory, do the best you can and go to sleep at night. And then to those who have daddy pain, you confronted him, you forgave him, and yet nothing is changing. He's still not chasing you. He's alive right now and just got that dog in him forget you, or has his other life, his other wife, whatever his reasons are, please catch this. I just told every father who knows he caused daddy pain to chase your kids the rest of their life. My advice to the child is the antithesis, just the opposite. Don't chase no parent saying, please love me. Please, please know me. P please see me. Girl, you're going to go crazy. My brother, you're going to waste life. Chase your children. Maybe even chase your wife you didn't do right by. You don't chase a parent and say, please love me. You don't chase a parent and say, please fulfill me. Please speak into me. If they miss the chance to do that, they're going to pay for it. Oh, they're going to deal with it. In this life or the next, they'll, they'll have regrets about that. I'm telling you, don't chase them. Here it is. 
lower your expectations. Lower, L-O-W-E-R, lower your expectations. Expectation breeds disappointment. It's only when I expect you to come. Is daddy taking me? Daddy picking me up? That's why you were so disappointed. Your other friends, their father came by. Lower your expectation. Please hear somebody. I've been doing this a long time. It will change your life. If you don't expect nothing, get to the place I don't expect nothing from you. I love my husband. I love my wife. I have a good life. You're missing your opportunity to be with your grandchildren. You're missing your opportunity to raise me. If you that dumb, God bless you, brother. God bless you. Lower your expectations. Don't chase them. I'm telling people right now, two or three people, this is the longest Bible cast I've done. I don't care if it goes an hour. I got to get this to you. I'm telling and begging, stop chasing him. Don't give him power over you twice. He missed his chance. Let somebody reparent you. Love your children. Make your money. Do ministry. Life is not always fair. I guess I'll close with this. If you don't remember any other scripture I gave you, Psalms 2710, I want to read it from the message. My mother and father walked out and left me, but God took me in. Woo, you grew up on King James. When my mother and father forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Please hear me. By vocation, by occupation, I'm a pastor. Those of you who don't share my faith tradition, please hear me. I can't apologize. This is a Bible cast. Here's my last and final point. God will be with you. <laughs> Holy Spirit will fill you. You can have a wonderful life. They missed out. I'm telling you what I know. Hear me. You don't have to be this girl that's in therapy the rest of her life, but this broken man, where's my daddy? No, with good Christian therapy, a strong teaching church, the Holy Spirit, the word of God, and your own focus on your children and your life and what you got to get done, man, You'll wake up one day and don't even miss them. <laughs> You'll wake up one day and God has filled that void. You'll wake up one day. Some of you are there. And it's not even mean. Matter of fact, you still love them. You pray for them. But you don't need them. And you're not fronting. You really don't need them. The void is gone. God will fill the void with another father figure. And what that father figure doesn't do, God will do it himself. The Lord will take you up. The Lord took me in. My mother and father forsook me, the psalmist says, but the Lord took me in. I hope you were blessed by that. Do us a favor. Give what you can. Be a blessing. It's right there on the screen. Come on. Would somebody say, listen, that word literally might be the most important word I'm going here of my life. Yeah, I've been dealing with daddy pain past. I'm 40. I'm 30. I'm married. I have a successful business. I'm a pastor. And no one ever helped me to see and diagnose my daddy pain like that. What is that worth? Is that worth more than, you know, what you spend at dinner? Then bless Ari Vernon Ministry. Somebody could fund us for the year. I normally don't do this, but I have to end with prayer. I hope prayer doesn't bother you. I have to end with prayer. Right before we pray, let me remind you again, GOTS this year, the gathering of the shepherds, pastors, leaders, and ministry workers training. This year is not just senior pastors. We're inviting the whole world. We're inviting your members to come. Even if your pastor doesn't come, you get to Cleveland. The date is right there on this screen. This year's theme is better than ever. If you're an entrepreneur, you come. Maybe you're not a church person, but you want your business to blow up. You just like the way I think. I have some of the greatest thinkers. Matter of fact, next, next Wednesday, we're going live. I don't know when you're watching this, but Rich Wilkerson from Voodoo 
Church in Miami. Man, my beautiful white brother from another mother. Dr. Darius Daniels, who's one of the best preachers, most beautiful minds, my spiritual son, also in this entrepreneurial space. Some of you are doing content stuff. Who's better at it than him right now? Pastor Mike McClure, PMJ, Pastor Mike Jr. Come on, man, stellar awards. Banging church in Birmingham, just bought a building. Still killing the game in music. This is the conference you cannot miss. It's right there on the screen. Register now, but don't miss next Wednesday. All three of them are going live with me. Imagine that, man. It's going to be every place on Instagram. So follow it. Information is right there. Matter of fact, follow me on Instagram right now. Come on, throw it up. Follow me on Instagram. Come on, throw it up, Phil. Follow me on Instagram. Take a picture of that. Next Wednesday night at 7 p.m., we're going to be on all platforms. You know what it is. But certainly Instagram Live catches at 7 p.m. Our Bible cast is going to be live. It's going to be amazing. I'll see you. I love you. I'm praying for you. Let's pray now. Father, I pray that somebody was blessed by this. I pray for people who are experiencing father pain, that the Holy Spirit would rinse it, God. There's some lady with tears in her eyes. She's a mother of three, a mother of four, but still misses her daddy. There's some man, literally accomplished, entrepreneur, doing well, but has daddy pain. There's some father who feels like he did his best, and yet his kids don't even have speak to him he's suffering would you mend relationships would you provoke forgiveness would you help people to reconcile what they're feeling emotionally so they could be healthy going forward we pray that the holy spirit would rest rule and abide on this moment father we pray that this bible cast and then father I have a special prayer that somebody will be selfless and share this with a nephew whose dad wasn't there. Share this with a coworker. Share this with a friend, with their spouse. Everybody knows somebody with daddy pain, that they would get the word out about this Bible cast, that it was a life-changing night for thousands. We pray that this word helps somebody. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, see you next week, live, 7 p.m., whenever you're watching this. Next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Take care.